Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. everyone to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast. I am your host and life coach Dion Thompson and I am here today with Rhonda Armour and we had some serious fun in our dance party today. So Ooh, still um, sweating. yeah we are recording this the end of March almost the end of March and uh, the sun has just started to to make its way out this week and the songs that you chose really brought me back to like oh I'm just chilling out by the campfire and I'm just gonna rock out with some like uber 80s rock journey yeah. yes it was brilliant and um yeah it was just so like much hanging fun. out with my bestie and there awesome. we were it was awesome so thank you <laughs> thank you <sighs> so Rhonda I'm super excited yeah. to have you um on the podcast today we had a chance to chat um oh my goodness it feels like forever ago but I think it was just a few weeks ago yeah yeah and um instantly fell in love with you and your energy and uh, your mission and your passion for supporting women. I love, love, love your no bullshit, call people on their shit. Because if you know me, <laughs> I'm a big fan of calling people on their shit. Um, and so I'm really excited to hear about your journey because I know that um, it started with you calling yourself on your own shit. So <laughs> so yeah. introduce yourself wow. and, and let us know, um, what happened for you that brought you on this path where you went from sort of a big corporate space to teaching Zumba classes and, yeah. and oh. so on and so forth. And now have this thriving, a uh, business in fitness and nutrition. So, right. Tell uh, us all yeah. about it. There, there's a story. So I am a personal trainer, a nutrition coach and life coach. Uh, which is kind of awesome because I get to hit on all the different facets of of health and self-care and wellness, right? It's not just one piece of the puzzle. Um, there's which so I can draw in all areas when I'm working with my clients. Um, and I kind of say that, you know, I stand for real life and real coaching because like you said, it's just we all have our unique lifestyle and we can't be fit into this little box, which is why diets and things like that don't work. And so we have to have custom strategies that are in place for each unique woman that I work with, right? And, and the real coaching is, you're right, the no bullshit. It's like, this is, this is, these are the issues, these are the obstacles. How do we get over, around, through those obstacles? And enough with the excuses, let's just, like, once and for all, let's figure this out, right? Kind of end the struggle. Um, so I have a really cool job. I'm really, really lucky and work with some amazing women. Um, but, you know, it, it took me a long time to get here, and my past has really shaped who I am as a coach and I think what's what allows me to be um, a good coach because so like you said the whole I was in the corporate world but I think you know I've had a lot of time to reflect recently on how I got to where I am and why I ended up here because this is not the path like when I was in high school I was going to be an accountant in a fancy corporate building like I hate math why would I be an accountant yeah totally <laughs> ridiculous right so and then now I'm like a nutrition and, and life coach and personal trainer so bizarre right totally opposite ends of the spectrum but it I think it started when I was a kid I um, had some pretty severe back issues when I was a kid I'm not sure if I shared this with you when we chatted but um, so had some chronic pain 
And chronic being, it was always there, doesn't go away. Um, and when you're so young, you don't really know how to process all that. Um, so that started, and of course, back then, medicine isn't what it is today. Um, so I was diagnosed when I was five with scoliosis, which basically means my spine is curved. <clears throat> so, and most people's are, except mine was getting worse and worse and worse and worse as I grew. And nothing could be done about it, really. Like, tried a few different things here and there, but no one really knew what to do. Um, in conjunction with that, although I feel like in hindsight it was kind of connected to that, I would always have this sensation when I was a kid, like I remember being like eight, nine, ten, always wanting to cry, like just randomly. And I'd say to my mom, I just, I just want to cry. I don't know what. I, and she was concerned and we took her to the doctor. Turned out it was like some mental health issues, right? So between the back issues and then now the mental health issues with some depression, when again, as a child, you don't know how to process either one of those things. So fast forward, right? Um, to me being into the corporate world. Now I'm like, I've gone through school. I'm now working in this corporate world. I'm working my way up the ladder. Seems all great. This is yay, yay, me. I want to be here, but I don't really want to be here. Then I got married, had my first daughter, and wow, is like slammed hard into a wall of postpartum depression. Like, had no idea this was coming. Didn't want my kid. Take her away from me. This is crazy. What have I signed up for? Um, not a good place to be at all. Um, and then of course, so medication, all those good things, uh, helped me sort of come out of that, but knew I'd have to deal with it for the rest of my life, likely. And I still am, um, ups and downs, um, for sure. But when I went back to work, then I really recognized that this was not a good fit for me because now I actually loved my daughter. It's no longer wanted to give her away. Um, and, um, I, thought, what am I doing? Like I'm in this, in this job working like 12 hour days, never get to see my kid. I don't, I'm not passionate about any of this anymore. This is not where I want to be. That went on for quite a few years. So I had my second daughter, wham, postpartum depression again, not quite as bad, but really reinforced that this is not my calling. Being stepped behind a desk is not where I, I was meant to be. And let me tell you, I had a great job and like really good paying, full benefits, bonuses, you know, recognition, all the stuff you kind of dream of having, except this wasn't my dream, right? And so thankfully I have a pretty cool husband that, that, that was on board with me taking off out of the corporate world with a st stable job and decided I was gonna teach a boot camp class once a week and that was somehow going to pay my bills because I was a client at boot camp and thought, no, I want to teach this. Like I've always been super active and um, you know, sporty and all those good things. So I was like, I want to do this. So I got my certification and you know, I started teaching once a week these awesome groups of women and was inspired, but it's like, well, what do I do with this? Right? Yay, I'm teaching and I got to teach a bit more and more and more. And anyways, it really progressed into no, I'm, I'm doing this. Like I'm now I'm going to do personal training and the one-on-one -on -one, and now I need to involve the nutrition side of things. Cause this is not just about me kicking ladies asses every week and then walking away, go good luck. Right. Um, it's no, we need to dive into the issues. And again, it's not about, um, for me, not just about what you put in your mouth. It's about your exercise, your stress management, your sleep, everything. And of course, because I struggled my whole life and still do with depression, Along with that came all those ridiculous fad diets that are out there, 
when I was too young and stupid to recognize that they were so bad for me because I was so desperate to, you know, be thin. Right. So that mindset piece, I get when I'm working with my clients because I've been there and I still struggle with what I think is food addiction and poor body image and lack of confidence, but it makes me relatable and it makes me get where my clients are. And the story that they have is often very in line with the story that I have. Um, but doesn't mean we can't change the story, right? Uh, which is cool. So um, yeah, so that's kind of my path of, of where I've come and um, from, but I, I never, I didn't recognize the young piece, like the, the back issues and that I still struggle with. My back issues never got fixed. They, you know, I still, you know, some days can't get out of bed. Um, but I've, I've pushed through, right. And the depression and the career change and all of that, um, you know, it's not a pity party at all. It's not, that's not what it's meant to be. It's, but it's a learning opportunity, right. To go like, wow, holy shit. Like, look where I am right now. Right. Like, this is pretty cool that I've totally changed my world, even though some things were kind of pushing back, um, on me. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at today. So pretty <laughs> awesome. That is a fantastic story. And um, I, there's a, you know, no big surprise. There's a lot of parallels to different parts of, of my story and a lot of the women that I see as well. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, having also um, suffered from postpartum issues and, and then return to work and then have to stay. So tell me a little bit about that, that time period where your awareness started to really, like you started to become really aware that you're like the square peg in the round hole. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you can't just magically poof and change. So you still have to live inside of that. Um, what was that like? And what did you do or turn to, or how did you stay grounded um, so that you can continue? I mean, again, second child and more information and more knowledge, and more awareness, and then eventually make a shift. But mm-hmm. um, how did you stay connected to you you know, you find yourself at the other side of, um, you know, the postpartum. And, you know, my experience was like, kids don't give a shit. They don't care yeah. about your problems. They really right. don't. And yeah. so the, the big lesson that I learned was once I sorted out my issue, I went, oh, there's, there's a different me here. Like, I'm never going to be the woman I was pre-kid because that, that can't happen. Right. And so, but this person in here, she's all right. Like, I think maybe I want to get to know her a little bit better. And then you go back into a world that knew you before and you go, yeah, yeah. right. So tell me, how did oh, you stay connected yeah. to, to the you you were uncovering? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, like I said earlier, it, it hit me like I had never, I should have seen it coming because of my past history with, with depression. But that being said, um, thankfully I had an amazing doctor um, and an amazing support system around me to, to help. Uh, yes, I went the you know route of of taking medication because I had it was like this out of body experience. Mm-hmm. It's like in my heart of hearts, I knew this was not who I was, but someone else, like the devil, had taken over my body and my mind, and it was a horrible experience. And literally, kind of crawling your way out of it, you start to see um, that. The like you said, the life I had before pre kids, the like do whatever I want whenever I want. My whole world is my job and my you know my husband and this and that and our friends, and and it, that wasn't so anymore. And I had this little being that was that was counting on me. Um, and I almost went to be honest, almost went the the 
opposite direction where now I went from not wanting my child to like control freak. Oh my God, I have to have everything just so and scheduled and fit like Looney Tunes. Um, but, but over time, over my mat leave and into my second, having my second child, God, it was so apparent that, that the life that I thought that I wanted, whether it was because of my kids or all these hormone imbalances made me recognize that this is not what I was meant. That's not my calling. And I remember sitting at um, Milestones restaurant with a coworker on our lunch hour. And I said to her, I have this overwhelming desire to help people. I don't even know what that even means. I just it kept coming back to me. Like, I just need to help people. And, and she was like, of course, well, I don't, I don't know how I can help you because I don't know what that means. Like, are you going to be a psychologist? Are you going to like, what are you going to do? Right. I don't know. I just have, which is, you know, links into my human resources background because it's all about people, but it wasn't giving me really the, like the, the feel right of what I wanted. Um, so as I, the thing is, is that you, when you get these feelings that you're not being true to who you are, you have to honor them and you have to respect them and you have to explore them because you can shut it off and go no 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 I'm just going to stay on this path in the corporate world or do whatever and and this little voice is telling you like no you're not supposed to be doing that and and thankfully I listened thankfully I listened because over the last 12 years that I've been doing this I have it's changed and evolved and morphed and 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 I keep fine-tuning it to be what I want Mm -hmm. um but I keep listening Right. I keep listening to to myself because I, you know, you have this little voice in your head for a reason. Right. And sometimes you got to listen. And, you know, it's interesting. So one of the things you said, I think, directly connects to that aha, that that awareness, that Mm -hmm. that truth for so many of us who are now listening and um, would will always tune into that voice and be like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to go do that now Um, to go back to that moment where you're like, I should have seen this coming. Mm. And so I had the same thing. I'm like, how is it that no one told me that the life I was living was going to create this fucking problem? And I realized no one could have told me because I was not in a state to receive, but I was trying to tell myself and I couldn't hear myself because I didn't know how. And so I I think about and go, you know, should have seen it coming. Well, you probably did, but you didn't know how to listen to yourself in the process and to be able to go, Oh, I feel something and therefore right. I'm going to do something about that as opposed to I know something yes I, have, I can see it out in front of me something right so the it's it's fascinating that something that comes from your body teaches you how to connect with your body oh, so <laughs> wild so incredibly wild right and I love that you found your way to listen to it and I appreciate that moment of just being like with somebody and going us oh, this, this is happening I have to like, stop like I don't know what it is, but it's yeah. happening. And I don't right. even know if you understand anything I'm saying, or if I'm speaking <laughs> yeah. a completely different language. And, you know, I've, I've got those looks for people in like, oh, hmm. oh, but what about the pension? Right. And the, and the, your family. Right. And the, oh, what's so-and-so, who's he, what's it, who gives a fuck's going to say, right? right? Like it, and sometimes those weren't even said out loud, but I would see people oh, and then yeah. make this assumption that that's what they're going to say. And so then, then I would, oh, I should just stay here. Of um, course. And of course the, you know, you listened at a, I don't know exactly at what time, but you listened in such a way where, um, and, at, and at a period of time where you were able to then use 
your um, knowledge, your connection, your joy to build something new. You know, for a lot of us, the not listening, it, it takes its toll on you physically, oh, mentally, yes. and emotionally, and getting to a space where you have to unpack so much pain mm-hmm. just so that you can listen. And, you know, um, a lot of my clients are like, I, d- I don't know what you're talking about, the whole listening to myself. I don't know yes. what that means. Like, yeah, you just don't have you haven't practiced it yet. Right. So it's, it's like a you gotta, skill, right? It's, it's you like gotta, you gotta develop it and you gotta work at it and you gotta reflect and yeah. But I don't, but I don't think it's okay to say, you know, no, I I'm, I'm good where I am. I'm I, knowing you feel like you're stuck. Right. I'm also not okay with that whole thing. Like I'm no, I'm going to be in this job for whatever it is. I'm going to be in this job forever. I'm going to be at this weight forever. I'm going to be whatever the situation is. And I'm stuck where I am because this is what life threw at me. And this is, you know, this yeah. is the deal. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. I, I, I'm <laughs> just not okay with that. It, it really bothers me when people, you know, yes, change can take time. It can be scary. It can be overwhelming, but God, we only get one kick at the can here. That's right. And change is happening anyway, whether you choose True. to stay stuck in your own crap or not, the yeah. change, like life is ticking along. Right. And, you know, I, I very much um, am familiar, especially with the more self-aware you become about, you know, um, choice and yes. power and strength and capacity and potential, the more you look around and go, oh shit, like th- there's some people who, holy moly. And at the same time, everybody has to walk this path in their own time. And I think back Absolutely. again to myself, no one could have told me because I was the master of my universe. Right. And although it was very small inside a little cinder block room <laughs> universe, but I was the master right. of it. Right. And um, I don't like to be told what to do and right. I don't need your help. Yep. Right. So, you know, if you happen to be one of those women who sees yourself as the, I don't like to be told what to do and I don't need anybody's help person. Yeah. Mm-hmm, just saying that sometimes there's opportunities for, to feel empowered. Yes. To feel um, capable and to be able to receive help without adding in this helplessness component. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. So tell me a little bit about how you've been incorporating your, I'll, I'll call it your intuitive knowledge mm. um, into your business. Like you said, yeah. you've, you've been doing it now for 12 years and it's been morphing and changing. Yes. Um, what's that been like? Um, it's cool because I, I try, you know, my clients, they come, you know, at the beginning of the process, they'll, they they come to me, whether it's, you know, they think it's nutrition needs. I need to eat better. I need to exercise more, right? It's very basic surface, right? And they know how they want to feel. They know the results that they want. Uh, They know where they want to be, but they don't know how to bridge the gap, right? Um, But it's still very black and white for them. If I do this, this will happen. If I do this, this will happen, right? Um, and then, you know, it's, then we, I start asking questions that they're not anticipating, um, or that they weren't, didn't think there was a correlation, right. Um, to, you know, how they live their life and the food choices, for example, that they're making or why they don't, um, put the, their energy towards, you know, uh, exercising, moving their bodies. Um, and there's of course a million and one excuses. And, you know, one of the, the, kind of core philosophies I go back to always. And I start at the beginning of this and I have to remind them, what are you ready, willing, and able to do right now? 
What are you actually ready to do? Because we all say, oh, I'm ready to lose the weight. I'm ready to like get in shape and, and be healthy. Are you? Are you actually ready? And right. what are you willing to do to get there? And what are you not, not willing to do? Because some people say, well, I'm not willing to do meal planning. Okay. Okay. Fair, right? But how do we, how do we kind of um, go around that obstacle? That's a big one, right? But what that- are you ready, willing, and able to do. Those are brilliant questions. And even just that first question, you could spend six months in the first question. Oh my gosh. Right. And yeah. because being ready, it isn't, there's an element of, um, will like showing up to something. Yes. But yes. if, if the belief systems that you're running are counterintuitive to the desires that you have, you have to learn to believe something new. Yes. So if, you know, to say, okay, I'm ready. That means you're ready to let go of the woman that brought you here. Right. And you're ready to let go of all the crap that she has had to put up with. And you you almost have to grieve the loss of what once was in order to be open to the new experience. And that's some some deep shit. Like that is, it is like, you know what? I, I got this. Hold on. Let me <laughs> grieve. Grieving. Done. Yeah, okay. Done. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Here, now eat this. Right? Like, yeah. Which is why I, the first thing I do with clients is I, they fill out all these forms that really like give me a picture of, of who they are and what their story is. Mm. And I develop their story and I actually read it back to them. And I say, let me tell you your story. And they go, oh my God. Holy <laughs> You know, it's not everything that's happened in their past, but it's kind of where they're at and potentially how they got there. And because you have to acknowledge it, like you said, you have to acknowledge that this is who I am. This is the reason I'm kind of where I'm at. And am I willing to let go of that, Mm -hmm. right, Um, in order to move forward? And some people are not. And that's fine because you're just going to be then fighting the process to the nail if, if you're not really ready, right? And I think you, what, what I noticed sort of a theme that was coming through what you had shared about your story is it's, mm-hmm. if you have to force it, it's not it. Right. 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 And so same thing with, with any client or with yourself, if you feel, if you feel like it's work, that's okay. Work right. is fine. You know, yes. energy, effort, all those things, you got to show up to it yes. um, to move something um, from your conscious mind into a habit that takes, that takes effort. But if you feel like you're forcing, going against your own grain, mm-hmm. then that work of what are your values and what story are you running? Yes. And, you know, I was just speaking to someone earlier today um, about um, narrative integration. So we tend to run very linear stories, yes. right? Like this happened to me and this happened to me and this person didn't do this and this and, and, and then here I am, I am this person and these are my behaviors as right. a result of being this person from this problem. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Right. And in reality, we are a meshwork, a matrix of experiences and perceptions and emotions. And we can at any point pick which point on the narrative we want to pick up that would then determine who we can get to show up as. So, okay, yes, this did happen, but you know what else happened? This. And this person showed up for me in this way. And then I learned this. And now I'm much more aware of this. And I am the person who does this. Cool. All you it is all you, yeah. but it's, and it's, and you're not making this shit up because it's, it's, it's there. You just have to be willing to go and find it and yes. then allow it to be the narrative that is your go-to as opposed to the other one, which has just been so run for so many years. Right. 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 So that's where coaches like you come in and be like, okay, that's was yes. and what is, and let's, let's practice 
that story. Let's practice the behaviors that match this narrative, this timeline, right? Yes. So brilliant. And so, so crucial, you know, coaching um, and all the other knowledge that you bring to the table, um, they're really just pieces of the puzzle that you get to help someone put together. Right. And um, really it's what I love about it is you get to just show up and witness people being fucking awesome. Honestly, I am, I love being their cheerleader. Right. And I'm like, I feel like this mom, I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Right. And they're like, oh my gosh, thank you. Right. Um, but, but when was the last time someone said like, I'm so proud of you. But then I say to you, them, are you proud of you? Are you proud, of, proud you? of you? Cause it doesn't matter if I'm proud of you. Right. Like, are you proud of yourself? Because yeah. look at, look at where you've come. And I often reflect back because I, I look at that paperwork and go, remember when you used to eat M&Ms every day of the week. Right. Um, and they're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Remember when you used to only sleep four hours a night? oh my gosh, like, I can't believe the transition, right? They never, they didn't believe, even though they, you know, they sourced me out and they, you know, hired me on and we went through the process. I don't know that they really truly believe that it would be different this time mm-hmm. because usually they've tried many things before, right? Or, and I say tried, like we all tried, right? right. We didn't really try um, because we're always looking for that, that magic, you know? And I, that's why I, at the beginning, if you think this is going to be a quick bing bang in out process, you're in the wrong space, right? Because yeah. that's not what I'm, we're going for like long-term. I'm not saying you're going to need me in your life forever. That's not the goal either. But I want you to be able to like fly on your own and not then crash and burn, you know, six months, a year, 10 years from now. We're arming you with the tools that you can take forever, regardless of what life throws at you. And that's why Absolutely. it has to be custom, right? That's, that's why it has right. to be custom. And that makes sense because each person comes to you with a different set of um, belief systems and sort of rules they run. And, totally. you know, I always think about like the part of you that brought you here is the mm-hmm. one that knows that you can do this. So right. the fact that you're even show up in the space means that a part of you, your higher self that kind of sees you in all the parts of you that you negate and ignore, yes. sees all of that and says, yeah, no, you, you can do this. Just can listen to her. Like, let's, right. Right. let's do this. Yeah. And um, having the opportunity to practice thinking a new way, mm-hmm. behaving a new way, responding a new way, and incorporating um, pieces and behavior. So for it could be nutrition and exercise and, and, and anything else, but any behavior that you want to incorporate so that it becomes part of your life, right? right? So, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day about, we weren't talking about diets in particular, but about behaviors that we could sort of, okay, I'm going to go do this and then I'm going to get this result. Yeah. And whatever it is, is it something that you can see yourself doing a year from now, yes. two years from now, yes. five years from now? Is it, is it part of how you want to show up every day? If you don't want to work out every day, then, then don't right. and build a life around what it is that you do want to see. Exactly. So, you know, going down to movie nights with your kids and what hours you want to work during the day. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, I think about, so for me, I really love certain foods and I, in my future, want to see them still existing there. And so right. I build my life around all of that. So to have this and to have these other things that I also want, I also want to be, feel healthy and, and, yeah. and strong and it's standing in my power. So eating 400 of those things, maybe not great. Right. And so it's, it's about building the life that you want and looking yes. at all those building blocks. And so for you, you're kind of like the contractor. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, I got the blueprints and right. I've got the schematics and I've got all the tools. Like, giddy up. 
Like right. we're just, right. and then we're going to pull these pieces together and build the house. Right. But it's never a straight line to success, right? No, no. It doesn't just go just so. And that's, no, no. And I'll have them text me going, oh my God, I failed. I'm like, no, you didn't. This is part of the process. Yes. This is part like, of the process. Like any contractor on a building of a house, it yeah. never goes with the way you know. So, uh, hi, we've uncovered yeah. <laughs> some leaky problems, yeah. some, you know, infestations of sorts yes. and all kinds of limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Oh, yeah. Weird. Doesn't okay. mean you're not going to get your dream home still. Right. Yeah. Just the um, path goes, wee. Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But if you know that going in, then you can better deal, right? When it happens. Absolutely. So you got to set the expectation <laughs> up front, right? Absolutely. I call it like informed consent. <laughs> yes. So I'm fully aware that this is not going to be a straight line. And what it is going to be is um, sustainable yes. and effective and give me more of what I want in the long term. You know, as a society, we're so conditioned, um, you know, not just because of the digital world, but really because of the speed of everything, but we're very conditioned to the immediate hits of dopamine, right? Like the, the immediate gratification. And, um, so we, we can lose sight of the long-term gain, um, from the small actions that may in the moment may not give us the big hit that we're hoping for. Um, so that's very true in the, in when it comes to health and wellness, yes. um, but it really is true for all things. And um, I find that the biggest thing, one of the biggest tools that we can impart on our client or to our clients, impart to, I don't know how to figure that out. Whatever. Um, it works. Share with our clients is the power to connect back to why they do these things. Yes. And because if you can stay focused on your why, yes. then doing the thing now that's kind of like, yeah, you do it because you're like, yay. I get to do right. this and so right. I can have that and I want yes. that forever. I'll do this yes. now so I can have that forever. Yes. Yeah. Hard, hard yes for me. Hard yes for me too. <laughs> Agreed. Oh, oh. Rhonda. Okay. okay. So you had the, your journey was um, unique and it has a lot of commonalities with so many women what would you say was some of the biggest learnings for you coming through all of this into entrepreneur land and now mm-hmm. supporting women on their journeys as well? Um, I think that I want women to not, don't wait. Don't wait for Monday, the whole diet thing. I'll start on Monday. Don't wait for, oh, when I retire, I'm going to do this. Or when the kids are gone, I'm going to do this. Whether we're talking, you know, job change, moving, losing weight. I don't care what it is. Don't wait. doesn't mean it needs to be done today. But start, like, putting things in motion to get to where you want to be, right? Um, Put one foot in front of the other. Ask for help, right? Consult the experts because we're not all experts in everything right? We can't possibly be. Um, so, but don't wait and don't expect that things will magically get better with whatever you're kind of, you know, struggling with right now. It doesn't magically get better. I've done that so many times where I'm like, if I just ignore it and let time pass, it's the magic, you know, fairy godmother is going to come and fix it for me. And then three months down the road, it's like, shit, I'm still here. What the hell am I doing? Right. Um, but there's that accountability piece, right? That I help my clients with. There's a reason why I hired my own business coach um, because we all need a kick in the ass every once in a while and someone to hold us accountable and to stop us like fear is huge, right? Fear of failure, 
fear of what is if it doesn't turn out the way just like I had just planned. Um, but but just keep moving and and don't feel like you're stuck. Whatever you're in, your like I said, job, your weight, whatever it might be. Um, and you know, stop taking a back seat to your own life, yeah. right? Put it as a priority and put yourself mm-hmm. back in the driver's seat yeah. and hit go. Go, hit, hit go. the gas. <laughs> Jesus, go, right? You'll I thank yourself. Absolutely. And if you if yeah. if that seems daunting to be able to do that, you know, just totally. attended a workshop on self-worth and um what was really clear for me is a lot of people giving very similar advice, but if you can't even get there, then that's the work that needs to be done yes. to be able to put yourself first, first, that, that is the, yes. uh, and when, when you do that, you actually create ease in all the other things you're wanting to accomplish. Yes. Weird. Yes. Right. So it weird. You, yes. It's, you know, what you're perceiving is like, I can't get this done. I'm having problems with my body. I'm having problems at work. I'm having problems in my relationships. I'm having all these problems. And then, and you try to fix them all individually or maybe even collectively. And Oh, weird. That's not fucking working. Um, Right. Then you have to go back down to that root and, and connect to, have I been putting myself first? Do I believe that I am deserving of being first? Yes. Because yes. I think, you know, yes. one of the, the um, ahas for me, having kids, because if initially it puts you last, right? Kid first, everything kid first, kid oh, yes. first, kid first, yep. kid first. Yep. And then it's almost like a slap in the face. Like, yeah, you've been actually putting yourself last forever and, and just sort of taking it. And now, right. now I look and go, oh, but I don't, I'm actually not serving her. I have daughters to be last right. need to be first so that I can give her the most, Oh, fucking there's an aha moment. Right. So, right. Um, right. whatever. Well, gets that's why you when there. I, yeah, totally. And when I'm chatting with my clients, it's funny because we'll end up diving into things that they never anticipated we're you know, talking about. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's not about food. It's not about exercise. It's not about sleep. It's not about stress. It's like, and sometimes I'll just say like, you know, cause you get to know them. Right. And what their ins and outs in their daily lives. And, and sometimes I'll just say like, you know, when's the last time you did something for you? You went and got your nails done. You, I don't care, whatever it might be, whatever you like or liked to do because you don't even know what that is anymore because you've been done it for so long. And they're like, oh, I don't know. And then they're like, I don't really know what role that plays. Well, because you're not even taking care of yourself. You're not, you're, you're like this robot that's going through all, you know, the motions and you haven't stopped to put yourself first and to recognize that, you know, like you said, there's a ripple effect that, and then you will be able to serve those around you better. And, and then they come back and go, guess what? I went last week and I, I did this and I, I, and I'm like, and they're like glowing. Yeah. Right. It's like the smallest, <laughs> it's not like you flew off to Africa for the week. Like you, you put this whole thing and yeah. look at how energized you are and that creates momentum right and you build from that momentum um but it's and women we do that all the time it's like every you know i had a completely lost my mind in my family last weekend because we're just like selfish selfish self-serving i want this i want you know it's all about me and i'm like enough right like you none of you are hard done by in this household um you know and and it's and i'm i mean i was guilty of putting everyone first is everyone okay is everyone it's like mm. i don't even care if you're all okay i need to yeah. see make sure i'm okay because right now i'm not okay and therefore you are not okay because i am not okay right, right? exactly and you have and those moments and you reflect but yeah it's huge when we can see sorry that go ahead what we're, no that's okay what we're being what is upsetting us on the outside usually in other people yeah, it starts here, right? And I just wanted to say that this totally made me think of um, if you continue to do the work 
that you think you are supposed to do to get better without doing the work that you need yes. to do, then you're just shitting on yourself even more. Right. So the world is shit oh, all over us. So and great. then here we are going, well, I'm yeah. doing the, I'm doing the, the diet thing or the meal planning and I'm eating the things I'm, and I'm, and yet I, for some reason still feel blocked. I don't feel whole. I don't feel connected. Um, it's because you're right. You're shooting. So, oh, I should go and do these things and I should, and I should. Whew. Yes. Danger. Yes. Danger bay. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's why I say to people like the goal is weight loss, right? It's like, what's going to be different when you're down 30 pounds? What's actually going to be different other than the fact that you have less fat on your body, mm-hmm. right? Because there has to be a shift here, right? Yeah. Not just in the physical, right? So you have to, yeah, it's, it's exactly what you're just saying, but it's, mm-hmm. it's so fascinating when you see the shift starting to happen and then your clients are surprised by it. And like, there's this like new thought process happening in my life, in, in, my, in my brain. And I'm like, yes. Right. And yeah. it's exciting because they have not been there before. Right. Um, and, and it's exciting. It's so much more. It's so, so, so big. It's so vast. And <laughs> you, you can't, you can't, it's not just change this, change this, get that right? right. You have to be doing, willing to do the work. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's awesome. And so rewarding when you can, when you, when you see the, the work pay off, it's very cool. So what, is there anything coming up for you in the next little bit? Um, yeah. or, um, ways that people can get in touch with you if they feel very sparked to connect more fully. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I have a few things coming up. 2021, I think is going to be a big year, um, for me and the direction of my business. I am looking at, so I do right now I do one-on-one coaching. I'm thinking about doing some small group coaching as well. Um, I'm finding that right now, the women that I'm chatting with are feeling very isolated. Uh, even if they're not literally isolated, like they don't live at home by themselves, but they feel in the, in the whole process of life, just feeling alone and having the dynamic of a group of women that can really just empower each other is super exciting for me. So I'm exploring that. So stay tuned for that. Um, I am also, I've been doing some speak, different speaking engagements, which is really cool um, because I'm just trying to get across the fact that like, it does, like we need to just end this like roller coaster of shitty self-care, right? And just stop it once and for all. Um, so, so different speaking engagements um, coming up. Um, what else? Oh, I'm, I'm going to be launching an, an online course as well, which is going to be coming in the next six months or so that people can help, you know, sort of navigate through on their own. But I will be there in video for encouragement because I don't love just like, here's your course and here's your plan and, and good luck, right? Um, I want, still want that partnership with people and people feel like they, they have a cheerleader. Um, so that's coming down, down the pipe as well. So yeah, so it's lots of really cool things, um, coming up again, I said earlier, kind of the funnel, right. I'm always zeroing in on where I can have the biggest impact, um, to empower the women that are like, they're all in, they're ready. They're, they're ready to, to do the work with me. And, um, so trying to, you know, figure out how to, how to speak to those people is, is really my focus. So I can, I can help as many as I can. So awesome. yeah, some great things coming. So my website, uh, rondaarmorcoaching.com, check it out. I offer a complimentary consultation, no pressure to, you know, commit to anything, just right. a chat, just a chat. So, Love it. Yeah. Love it. 
thank you yes. so much, Rhonda. Thank you for your time and for your fun thank songs you. and for this really, really great <laughs> uh, conversation. And um, I look forward to all of the amazing things that you ha are working on. It's such an important, um, it's important to be able to offer you in a way that people are able to take it in, especially now that the world is much more digital. So for the, the people who are looking Absolutely. for more independent work or they looking for that group connection or that solid one-on-one, -on -one, I mean, it's, it's awesome that you are diverse yeah. in that way. So fantastic. Yes. Options for everybody. Yes. Fantastic. So for anybody who's listening, who would like to continue this amazing conversation with us and with all of my guests from the podcast, then please hop over to Facebook and join us in the busy women being awesome club and, and let us know um, what some of your big ahas were from today's episode. So talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.